Hello, dear hearts, I trust that you're having an empowering day. Welcome to a Biblical Perspective podcast where God's point of view is the only one that matters. I am your host, Prophet C.T. Johnson. So excited to be back with you once again to share the empowering, enlightening, educating word of our sovereign, the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, on today's podcast, we're going to tackle a subject in the form of a question that is not asked or hardly ever asked. And the response and or the answer that some would give in regards to this question, unfortunately and sadly, is unbiblical and or unscriptural. What are you talking about, Prophet Johnson? Well, Hold to your seats, buckle your seatbelts, because we're getting ready to ruffle religious feathers. We're getting ready to go against the traditional grain of many, especially those whom are denominationally connected, in which I was. My foundation, or should I say, my formative years of ministry was in the African Methodist Episcopal Church, also known as the AME denomination. And so I was raised believing what I later found out through studying the scriptures and finding out that what was preached, what was taught, was not in accordance and are in alignment with what the word of God said. And so to uh, alleviate the suspense that many of you may have, what in the world prophet are you going to discuss on today's podcast? Well, we're going to deal with the question. When was Jesus crucified? When was Jesus crucified? crucified. We are in the month of April and this year within the year of 2021 resurrection Sunday holy week falls in the month of April. Many of you know that depending on the days of the calendar or how the calendar is situated there are times when holy week resurrection Sunday falls in March and this year it fell in April. And so when this episode of a biblical perspective actually drops, we would have already celebrated resurrection Sunday. Glory to God. I'm excited every time I get excited. Rather, every time I mention resurrection Sunday, the day that our sovereign got up from the grave, glory to God, and he got up with all power in his hands. He defeated hell. He defeated Satan. Oh, my goodness. I need to stop because I feel myself going down a good path in regards to praise and celebration unto Jesus for the great sacrifice that he made, which was the giving of himself 
Glory to God. No man took his life. Is that not what the Bible says? But he glory to God, but he laid it down and he picked it up again. Glory to God. What kind of God is this? I tell you, hallelujah. I believe he deserves a praise. I believe he deserves a praise right there. Yeah, there it is. There it is. I was trying to find my praise, but glory to God. He deserves a round of applause for being the God of gods. All right, pull it back, Johnson. So we're going to deal with answer the question. When was Jesus crucified? As I was saying before, I got caught up in the fact that he got up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That was powerful. Y'all excuse me. I'm already fired up on today. So as I was saying before, I got caught up in the fact that he got up one more time. Glory to God. I got caught up in the fact that he got up. I was saying that in this month of April, being the month of resurrection and or uh, Holy Week, resurrection month, even though, again, when you actually listen to this podcast, we would have already celebrated Resurrection Sunday. But I yet thought it befitting to deal with this subject of when was Jesus crucified, because we're still in Resurrection Month. And some may argue, well, it's not important. Yes, it is. I beg to differ. It's important, one, because the Bible, the scriptures actually informs us of when Jesus would have been crucified. And here we go. At the risk of shaking your tradition, at the risk of disturbing the foundation of your religious belief system, Jesus, contrary to popular belief and contrary to teaching, Jesus was not crucified on Friday. No, ma'am. No, sir. Now, I know right then and there, I took the wind out of many sails. I know right there. I bursted many bubbles. I know right there I popped many balloons. But if you were with me on our last podcast, I told you here on a biblical perspective, we are not giving you Johnson's opinion, the people's opinion, cultural's opinion. We're actually telling you what Jesus, what the word of God actually said. And we're telling you in alignment with how it's written. We're not giving you an eisegesis. We're not giving you our own interpretation, but we are allowing the scriptures to interpret itself. You know, the Bible is unique in that it's the only book that can speak. Glory to God. Did you realize that the Bible is the only book ever written, the only book ever published that has a mouth? Hallelujah. And so he doesn't need us to interpret what he meant. He just needs us to receive what he has said, regardless of how we feel about it, 
regardless of our point of view. I told you on our very first podcast, contrary to what we've been taught in church, God's not concerned about hearing your thoughts on matters that he has settled. He wants our thoughts to be conformed to his. He wants the mind that his son possessed and, 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 uh, uh, he, he wants the mind that Jesus Christ, his son possessed as well uh, to, to possess us. That's what I'm trying to say. I got, I'm getting caught up. I've got to calm down. So he, again, he wants us to think like him because he already told us in Isaiah, his thoughts are above ours, his ways are above ours. But in order for us to be of service to him, We must conform to his way of doing things. We must conform to his way of operating. We must conform to his way of thinking. And so God is not concerned about hearing your side of uh, uh, or your point of view. He's not he's not concerned. He's not interested in hearing your side and or hearing your point of view. He is interested in you and I doing what he said, agreeing with what he said submitting to what he said. And so we're going to go to the word and let the word show us, let the word speak to us in regards to when was Jesus crucified? Because I believe that it is an important question to ask. And I believe that it's, such a significant question whereby it warrants a response. It warrants an answer and catch this. The Bible gives us an answer. The Bible, the Bible, the B I B L E that book that many have discarded that book that many are doing all they can. They are utilizing all of their resources to change it, to alter it, to make it say what it never said. And so with that having been said, there are many denominations. And again, this teaching is not to throw off on any denomination that yet holds to the Good Friday tradition. This podcast, this teaching is not to throw off on uh, those uh, denominations and or those reformations, those organizations that hold to sunrise services and things of that nature. My purpose in today's teaching is to inform you that from a biblical perspective and or scriptural, that teaching is not validified. It's not validated in the Bible. And so why are we, as the elect of God, as Christians who are supposed to be conducting our lives in accordance and in alignment with the word, why is it that we are doing something ascribing to a method, ascribing to a a tradition and or keeping up a tradition that's not Bible, that's not supported in the book that's supposed to conduct our lives and dictate our actions, the book that we are supposed to be following. It doesn't make sense to me. Does it make sense to you? It doesn't make sense to me. 
what makes sense to me is as the elect of God, as citizens of the nation of Jesus Christ, we're supposed to conduct ourselves in accordance to the Constitution that governs our government. And I'm not talking about the Constitution of the United States, nor am I talking about the government of the United States. I'm talking about the nation of Jesus Christ. In case you didn't know, the nation of Jesus Christ preceded America. Okay, it existed before America and it will exist after. And the Constitution that governs the nation of Jesus Christ is not the Constitution of the United States. Duh, that Constitution governs the United States. The Constitution that governs the nation of Jesus Christ is the word of God, the scriptures. And so it just makes sense to me that we who are citizens of the nation of Jesus Christ, we're supposed to be in alignment in accordance to the constitution that governs our nation. Amen. I think that deserves a bail. Don't you? Cause that was good right there. So we're going to deal with this. When was Jesus crucified? Now this is a tradition that again is embraced by many denominations. As far as good Friday, I once was one who believed that Jesus was crucified on Friday. Therefore I celebrated good Friday and I attended services or service on Friday, hence known as good Friday, because that's what I was taught being reared and raised in the church. Now I want to just throw this out. Let me drop this like it's hot. Let me just place this here and we'll come back and, and address it as we progress on. Now I'm going to show you scripture. I'm going to take you into the scriptures and we're going to validify. We're going to prove everything that we teach today in the Bible with the Bible with the scriptures. Okay. But in conjunction with proofing, proving in conjunction with proving our subject matter, our teaching, I should say more so because uh, the subject matter is when was Jesus crucified? And we're going to tell you what I'm telling you now is he was not crucified on Friday. And what I'm endeavoring to explain is how that's not true. Because according to Jesus himself in Matthew 12, verse 40, if you're taking notes and you should be write this down, Matthew 12, verse 40, Jesus himself said that, well, let me pull it up. I was going to quote it, but I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it verbatim. Matthew 12, verse 40. Okay. And it says, for as Jonas or Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, three days and three nights, three days and three nights, 24 hours constitutes one day. Okay. So Jesus says that he would be in the grave. He would be in the grave equivalent to the time Jonah 
was in the belly of the fish, which was three days, which consists of 72 hours because there are 12 hours in a day. Going back to the verse of Matthew 12, verse 40. So shall the son of man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now, those aren't the words of Johnson. That's big J. These are the words of Jesus. Jesus said of himself for himself, just as Jonah was in the belly of the fish. 72 hours. So I will be in the heart of the earth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I confess, I confess, let's have a brief moment of confession. I confess math, mathematics, arithmetic was never my strong subject. Never was and yet is not. But I did pass. I did pass all of my math classes and all of the math, mathematical classes and courses that were required in order for me to progress to the next grade, whether it was during my formative years of schooling and or my college years. So I passed and I am able to count. <laughs> I'm able to count. Therefore, I understand that from Friday to Sunday is not three days. Jesus, if we ascribe to this, Jesus was crucified on Friday. I'm setting the premise. I'm setting the stage. All right. So you still have time to text your friends, text somebody who ascribes to this good Friday service. I almost said nonsense. Well, it really is. I'm not going to apologize. It really is. But many people are celebrating sunrise service, celebrating Good Friday service, having Good Friday service because they're ignorant. And that's not an insult. To be ignorant simply means that you lack knowledge, that you don't know. And so now that God, through this medium, through this podcast, through yours truly, is bringing you into the knowledge, into the truth that Jesus was not crucified on Friday, you need to contact all that you know, even at the risk of upsetting their religious mindset. Because I'm teaching this at the risk of upsetting your religious mindset. But ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So you need to contact everyone you can and let them know, hey, you need to tune in to a biblical perspective podcast with Prophet C.T. Johnson because he is teaching something that has been held from the body of Christ. Uh, and that is this revelational truth of when Jesus was crucified. And I, again, find that it is important that we know when the day actually, because the Bible actually tells us. And so if the Bible tells us, then we should know, especially since we're supposed to be living according to the Bible and representing the author thereof. And so this, again, back to what I was saying in regards to, even though math was not my strong suit, I can add, I can subtract, I can do basic math. And I understand that from Friday 
to Sunday is not three whole full 72 hour days. Because again, this the uh, tradition teaches he was crucified on Friday as well as placed in the tomb on Friday. So if he was crucified on Friday and put in the tomb on Friday, then he was not in the grave 12 full hours Friday. He was not in the grave for a whole day. All right. Saturday really is the only full 12 hour day out of this. Jesus was crucified on a Friday and rose on a Sunday teaching. Saturday is the only full 12 hour day. And Sunday he arose. Well, if he arose on Sunday, he got up on Sunday. Then obviously he did not spend 12 hours in the grave on Sunday. So it doesn't add up that Jesus was crucified on Friday and rose on Sunday teaching. It doesn't make mathematical sense, let alone scriptural. We're going to get to the scripture part of it. But I'm giving you the most simplest aspect of this right now. It doesn't add up. Where is where are the 72 hours? Where are the full, the full, the operative word? Where are the full three days? You don't get three full days. You don't get 72 hours from Friday, Saturday and Sunday. You don't get that. I don't care how you do the math. I don't care if you utilize this new math, which I don't understand. God help these children (laughs) who are being taught this new math. But I don't you don't get three full days. So where did this erroneous errant teaching come from? Well, unfortunately, it came from the scriptures, meaning that people took the Bible out of context, they did not study out. They did not do due diligence in their research and in their homework in regards to Jewish customs. You have to, in order to rightly divide the word of God, in particularly regarding what we're targeting by way of subject, when was Jesus crucified? You have to know, you have to study the custom, the Jewish customs. You have to understand that what we consider a new day over in the Western part of the world is not what those in that part of the world utilize as the beginning of a new day. A new day for us in the Western side of the world begins with sunrise, but not over in Israel, not Jewish custom. The a new day rather begins at sunset. Sunset. Did you catch that? So that cancels out sunrise service that many denominations have. Because really when Jesus exited the tomb, the sun wasn't Rising, the sun was setting. Light was not appearing. Darkness was. So, 
we have to understand the times. We have to understand uh, uh, the culture of the time in which Jesus's resurrection, Jesus's life really existed. And so let's look at the scriptures that unfortunately are used to back and or support this erroneous and errant teaching. Jesus was crucified on Friday, Mark 15 and really verse 42 is the verse that we want it. Verse 42 is the specific verse that we want, but I want to read. I want to begin reading at verse 37. I want to begin reading at verse 37 and um, we're going to get through as much of this as we can on today. And if we don't finish, then guess what? When we meet again, we'll pick it back up and we will finish it, finish it out. Is that all right? So Mark 15, let's start reading at verse 37. And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost and the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion, which stood over against him, saw that he saw that he so cried out and gave up the ghost. He said, truly, this man was the son of God. There were also women looking on afar off among whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the less and the son, rather the less and of Joseph and Salome. Verse 41, who also when he was in Galilee, followed him and ministered unto him and many other women which came up with him unto Jerusalem. Verse 42. This is the actual verse that we want. And now when the even or evening was come, listen, because it was the preparation. That is the day before the Sabbath, the day before the Sabbath. Now, this teaching of Jesus being crucified on Friday, this verse is what they use. When I say they, I'm talking about those who ascribe to that belief that Jesus was crucified on Friday. This is the verse, one of the verses in which they use. But the problem is they did not study far enough. They did not go far enough in depth enough in regards to Sabbath because many assume that of course Sabbath here is referring to the weekly Sabbath which is Saturday all right can I just teach while I'm teaching but when you go beyond the surface of your research you find out not by osmosis not through dreams and visions and something spooky but when you study to show yourself approved a workman that need not be ashamed rightly 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 dividing and that's what a biblical perspective is all about rightly dividing the word of truth when you do that you come to find out that there was 
in Jewish custom and in Jewish tradition, and even still today, there was seven actual Sabbaths known as or categorized as annual Sabbaths. And so the Bible says Sabbath here, but it's not referring to the weekly Sabbath, which is Saturday. But many, unfortunately, that's the only Sabbath that they're familiar with. And so hence came this teaching again, erroneous and errant that Jesus was crucified on Friday because it says Sabbath. And we know Jewish Sabbath weekly Sabbath is Saturday. So hence he died on Friday. Oh, no, 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 my friend. No brothers and sisters. If we study again to show ourselves approved. Now, let me give you some more scripture because I'm going to actually prove and show you in the Bible, in the scriptures where the Bible actually distinguishes the Sabbath in which Mark here is referring to. Now let's go to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew and let's go to verse chapter, rather chapter 27. And we'll start reading at verse 59 and uh, prophet. Why are you giving us all these scriptures? Cause you need, you, you need them. <laughs> you need to study. So you'll be able to prove from the from the Bible that it does not support this Jesus was crucified on Friday and resurrected on Sunday. The Bible doesn't prove that. The Bible does not support that. And we're not supposed to be pushing anything, teaching anything, ascribing to anything that the scriptures does not support. Hmm? So the 59th verse, 59, let's start there. In Matthew 27. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb. Now, this is not uh, Joseph, the stepfather of Jesus. This is Joseph of Arimathea. Um, But anyhow. So. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher and departed. Okay, I think I skipped a verse. Let's go back to verse 59. Make sure that I read what I need to read. Matthew 27, 59. And when Jesus and when Joseph rather had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewed out in a rock in the rock. And he rolled a great stone to the door of the sepulcher and departed. And there was Mary Magdalene and the other Mary sitting over against the sepulcher. Verse 62. Now the next day that followed the day of preparation, the chief priests and Pharisees came unto Pilate. All right. The day of preparation, the day of preparation. I want you to highlight, underline that if you're taking notes, the day of preparation. Now let's go to Luke. Let's go to Luke 23 and we'll start reading at verse 52. Oh, yes, we're going to read some Bible today because many of you haven't read your Bible since it was printed, printed. (laughs) Let's look at the 52nd verse of Luke 23. This man went unto Pilate and begged the body of Jesus. 
and he took it down and wrapped it in linen and laid it in a sepulcher that was hewed in stone, wherein never man before was laid. And that day was the preparation and the Sabbath drew on the Sabbath drew on. But as I pointed out, this Sabbath that the scriptures are referring to is not the weekly Jewish Sabbath known as Saturday. And I'm getting ready to prove it to you right now. Let's go to John 19. John 19. And I want to. I want to. We're going to go backwards. I want to read verses 41 through 42. And then we're going to jump up to verse 31. But let's go to John 19, verse 41. Now, in the place where he was crucified, there was a garden and in the garden, a new sepulcher, wherein was never man yet laid. There laid they Jesus, therefore, because of the Jews preparation day for the sepulcher was nigh at hand. Now, again, if you don't know, if you don't understand Jewish customs, if you don't understand that there was more than just one Sabbath, the Sabbath that many Christians are familiar with, again, is the weekly Sabbath, which is Saturday. And so, if that's the only understanding of Sabbath you have, then every time and anywhere you see Sabbath in Scripture, you're automatically assuming Saturday, 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 Saturday. And so I understand how many came to this understanding or came to this belief I should say, I understand how many came to this belief that Jesus was crucified on Friday because they only had one understanding. They were only knowledgeable of the Jewish weekly Sabbath, which was Saturday. But if we go to still in John chapter 19, if we go to verse 31, listen, the Jews, therefore, because it will, you know what? Let's uh, let's let's read. Let's start reading at verse 28. Verse 31 is what we want. But let's start reading at verse 28 for context. Verse 28. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop and put it to his mouth. Verse 30, when Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Verse 31, the Jews. So he gave up the ghost, meaning he allowed himself to die. All right. So at this point, Jesus is dead. He released his spirit from his body. Then, or rather the Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation. There's that word again. 
What were they prepping for? They were prepping. They were preparing for the following day, which had great significance, great significance. Catch this significance beyond that of the weekly Saturday Sabbath. No, this Sabbath was known as a high Sabbath. Write that down. Write those words down. High Sabbath. There's a difference, and I'm getting ready to show you. It's right here in the Bible. I'm getting ready to show you that there is a distinct difference between the Sabbath, the Jewish weekly Sabbath, Saturday, and high Sabbath. All right? Back to verse 31. Are y'all following me? The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the bodies, because Jesus wasn't the only person crucified. We know that he was in between two thieves. And we don't know who else or we don't know of what others may have been crucified during the time in which Jesus was. All right. Finish the scripture, Johnson. Okay. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day. Listen for that Sabbath. Are you reading in your Bible? And I'm not talking about these new translations, these new modern translations that are out that are trying to erase the word of God. Because these new modern translations may have taken this verse completely out, if not altered it. But it says that the bodies should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day for that Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day, meaning the next day, the day after Jesus's crucifixion, that Sabbath day was an high day. It was a high day. So that lets us know. Let me finish the verse. Besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So they said, listen, we've got to take these dead bodies off the cross, bury these bodies because tomorrow is the high Sabbath. I told you that this is not the weekly Jewish, the Jewish weekly Sabbath Saturday. This was a high Sabbath and high Sabbaths, high Sabbaths, rather, the Jews have seven that they yet celebrate Orthodox Jews, not Messianic Jews, Orthodox, Orthodox Jews still celebrate these. What they consider and call the Bible. uh, Holy days. High holy days. There are seven. So right here in the Bible lets us know that this Sabbath was not catch this. It was not Saturday. This Sabbath was not Saturday. So if this Sabbath was not Saturday, which was the day after Jesus's crucifixion, if that Sabbath was not the weekly Jewish Saturday Sabbath, then the day in which he was crucified obviously was not Friday. Can I just teach while I'm teaching? It was not Friday. If the Sabbath, the day that was after the day that succeeded his crucifixion was known. And John says it right there for this Sabbath or for that Sabbath was a high Sabbath. 
it lets us know right then that it was not the weekly Saturday Sabbath. So since it was not the weekly Saturday Sabbath, the day in which Jesus was crucified was not Friday. I say it again, was not Friday. Jesus was not crucified on Friday. When was he crucified? He was crucified on Wednesday. Well, can you prove that? Come on. Can I prove that? Of course I can. (laughs) Of course I can. I've already proved it really with the scriptures that we have just read. And I'm going further. And I told you that you cannot get, I don't care how you do the math or what type of math you use. You cannot get 72 hours. You cannot get three full 12 hour days from Friday through Sunday. If he was crucified on Friday, put in the grave on Friday, where's our 12 hours. If he got up on Sunday, where's our 12 hours for Sunday. Friday is lacking full 12 hours. Sunday is lacking full 12 hours. The only day in those three that we have Jesus in the grave, in the heart of the earth for full, for a full 12 hours is Saturday. And that's not three days. That's one day. And he said, he, he said out of his mouth in Matthew 12 and 40, he said that I would be in the heart of the earth three, three days and three nights indicating 12 hours, 12 hours, 12 hours. So the verses above or the verses that we've read, Matthew 15 verses 37 through 42, Matthew, I'm sorry, Mark, Mark 15 verses 37 through 42, Matthew 27 verses 59 through 62. And then we read Luke 23 verses 52 through 54. And then John, the coup de gras, John 19 verse 31. And then verses 41 through 42. Okay. So those verses are the verses that people use to validify the Jesus died on a Friday, rose on a Sunday, but it's not biblical. It's not biblical. Not at all. John gives us distinction regarding this Sabbath that was proceeding, succeeding, that was coming after the day in which Jesus was crucified. John tells us that this was a high day. All right. And they were preparing for that high day. Okay. For the high day. Now, the verses, the verses that we've read clearly shows that Jesus was crucified. Catch this. Hopefully you're still taking notes. He was crucified on the preparation day. Remember, we read preparation in Mark 15 and 37. Preparation was in Matthew 27, 59. Uh, Preparation was in Luke 23 and also in John 19. So. Obviously, it's significance there in what they were preparing for. 
And the day in which Jesus was crucified on, which was the day of preparation or the preparation day, which actually was Passover. He was crucified on Passover. He was crucified. Are you hearing me? Is my mic on? He was crucified on Passover. All right. He was crucified on Passover. And. Uh, he was crucified on Passover. I'm, I'm looking at my notes here. I want to make sure I'm giving you what I need to give you. And so he was crucified on Passover before the high Sabbath day or before the high day Sabbath, which was the feast of unleavened bread. So the Sabbath that the scriptures referred to is not again, the weekly Jewish Saturday Sabbath. It was actually a high Sabbath. It was one of the seven holy days, which was the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of unleavened bread. That's right. Listen, dear heart, I am not done. I'm not done. I told you that we were going to get as far as we could in regards to this subject when was Jesus crucified? But we're not done. And so when we come together again on our next podcast, we're going to conclude this teaching. So you need to make sure that you are with me as we conclude this powerful teaching and bring someone to the podcast. Let them know, hey, on a biblical perspective with Prophet C.T. Johnson, we're dealing with some earth shaking traditional shaking subject matters would you not agree (laughs) we've had an empowering podcast that's right i thank you so much for listening to a biblical perspective with yours truly prophet ct johnson i so enjoy our time together i really do if you enjoyed today's episode express it by rating and reviewing the show on apple Podcasts, and of course subscribe wherever you listen Know that your review helps the show reach more people and impact lives with the empowering, enlightening and educating word of Jesus Christ. Also, don't forget to follow and connect with me on social media. And yes, it's me responding to your comments. Respond, connect, rather connect with me on social media, Facebook at C.T. Johnson Ministries International, Instagram and Twitter at CTJ Ministries and subscribe to my YouTube channel. C.T. Johnson Ministries. For more information or to contact the ministry, visit the website at ctjohnson.org. There are great resources on our website and anything you need know about yours truly and or about C.T. Johnson Ministries International, you can find it on our website. So go to the website ctjohnson.org and meet me back here next time as we go deeper and as we conclude this teaching when was jesus crucified until our next podcast i'm prophet ct johnson i love you be empowered